bless you. God bless you. <clears throat> God bless you. Welcome, 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 one and all. Welcome to the Midweek Power Nugget, where 15 minutes of your day can change, will change, if you allow God to do it, if you allow your heart to embrace it, if you trust that God is speaking. I declare he can transform your entire life. So grateful to God that he has brought us together for the uh, few last power nuggets of 2023. After this one, there are only two more uh, Wednesdays for the midweek power nugget. But before we go forward, I'm grateful to God that he's given us today. We didn't deserve today. There's nothing we could have done to earn today, but God still blessed us to still be here today. So we're grateful. So let us pray. Father, we love you and we adore you. God, we are so grateful for you. There is nothing, there is no one like you. There will never be anyone like you. So God, all of the adoration and all of the glory that we give, we should never give to another because you deserve it all. That's right, God. You deserve it all. All of our praise, all of our thanks, all of our gratefulness. God, you deserve it all because without you, we would have nothing. Without you, we would be nothing. Without you, we wouldn't know what to do. We may think we're in control, but when it comes down to it, when we break everything down, we recognize that you are the one that is in control. And so, God, we thank you for that. We thank you, God, that even though you're in control, you still have your mind on us. You still have your heart turned towards us. You still have your ear inclined to us. So, God, we're grateful. Now, God, as we jump into your word this morning, God, we even thank you for ears to hear your word, not just physical ears, but spiritual ears. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word, your life-changing, your life-preserving word. We thank you, God, that for the most part, your word speaks to every situation that we deal with. Hmm. Your word has a way of giving us clear direction, and if we allow it to change our mind and change our heart, your word, God. So, God, as we jump into your word this morning, let your word speak to us clearly. Let your word Permeate our very being. God, that we will not be able to deny that you've spoken with us today. God, bless your people, your people who have taken out of their sleep and taken out of their preparation time this morning. God, just taken out of their time, period, no matter what they were doing, to hear what you have to say. Bless our time together. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, we thank God for all of you who counted it not robbery to jump on this morning to hear what the Lord has to say. On this morning, our travels take us to two separate scriptures, but 
um, they are uh, similar in content, similar in command, similar in concept, in theme. We're going to start in Psalm 37, verse 7. Read a few scriptures from there. Then we're going to jump to Isaiah 40, very familiar passage of scripture. Again, we're starting Psalm 37, verse 7, and then we'll jump to Isaiah chapter 40. In Psalm 37, and I'm sorry, in Psalm 37, I'm going to read from the New International Version. Psalm 37, starting at verse 7, says this. Excuse me. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when men succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It it leads only to evil. For evil men will be cut off, but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. Let me read those three scriptures again. Be still before the Lord. Again, Psalm 37, starting at verse 7. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when men succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil. For evil men will be cut off, but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land, jumping to Isaiah 40, starting at verse 28. Familiar passage to some. From this one, I will read from the New American Standard Bible. Isaiah 40, starting at verse 28. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not does not become weary or tired. His understanding is inscrutable. He gives strength to the weary, and to him who lacks might, he increases power. Though youth grow weary and tired, and vigorous young men stumble badly, yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. And the word of the Lord is blessed. On this morning, I'd like to share from the gift of waiting. The gift of waiting. I have said before and I will say again, I don't consider myself to be one who likes to wait. I can tend to be somewhat impatient at times. Remember when Amazon used to, uh, if you were an Amazon Prime member, they would uh, automatically, uh, you know, get you things in two days. And when they changed that, and you got to a place where you had to wait for a lot of things. Matter of fact, they had a lot of things that you were getting one day if you were a Prime member. And when they changed that, I was not happy. So today I still get frustrated if what I want to order on Amazon won't get to me in at least two days. 
that don't like shopping, especially around this season, because if the line is 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 almost down an aisle or something along those lines, I, I'm bothered. Yeah, I know everyone else has to get groceries like I do, but why didn't they go a day I didn't go? You know, if if I'm trying to get somewhere and I've got to wait in traffic, I will sometimes even go a longer route as long as I'm moving because I don't like waiting. Waiting tends to feel like a waste of time. If there's a movie, I know The Color Purple, the remake of The Color Purple is coming out on Christmas. No, we'll not wait in the lines to be able to see the movie or even get popcorn. Again, I just, there are things I just don't feel like I should have to wait for. And I know I'm not alone. Quite frankly, it's hard for people in this culture, in these days, this microwave culture, it's hard for people to wait on things. People are busy checking off to-do lists, and, and, and if you're working, you're, you're cramming into meetings and making appointments and rushing through experiences so you can get to the next thing where we, we get texts and emails telling us to hurry so that we there's only a few more left and you don't want to miss out. We're, we're getting all this. So it, it, when we wait, it almost feels wrong. So you can imagine when, come on now, don't act like you like waiting. You got frustrated too when you had to wait for the pandemic to pass. It just feels like it's wrong to have to wait. You know, if I have to wait, waiting feels better when what I'm waiting for is a delight. If I've got to wait to get on a plane, I'm, my mind is already in my vacation destination, so I'm I'm already in vacation mode. I'm good with that because I know I've got a delight in what I'm waiting for. If if I'm waiting to get my paycheck, I know my paycheck comes at a certain time, and while I might have to shift some stuff in order to have money till it gets here, I'm okay because I know it's coming. When I was expecting my daughter, my children, while some things in my body would have wanted that time to end sooner than it did. It ended when it was supposed to, and it was a joy to wait to know that I will have a new life in my arms. You are Advent, this time of Advent the time that we are anticipating the arrival of Jesus. It involves joyful anticipation, like I talked about, about the vacation, my paycheck, my my children. The word Advent itself means coming. And so the season, the season that we're in right now is considered Advent, and, and it anticipates the coming of Jesus that's celebrated every year at this time towards Christmas. And even if you don't think of Advent, I want to encourage you that while we're in this season, 
Embrace this season of waiting. You are because truly waiting is a gift. And and it yields several things. The first thing it does is it teaches us how to slow down. See, again, we're in this microwave culture and and everything's got to move and everything's got to be right away and everything needs to come immediately. But there's something about waiting that causes you to have to slow down. And there could be really something beautiful about time slowing down. You pay attention more. You don't miss moments that will only come once. You see things that you may not have seen before when you slow down. You know, when we're waiting, slow down. Slow down and reflect and and contemplate, thinking about what this season really is about. That's what the Israelites had to do thousands of years ago. When they were waiting on the arrival of a Savior, that's what the prophet Isaiah was saying. But they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. He prepared their hearts for his coming, the the Savior's coming. And we can do the same thing during this Advent season, to draw close to God, to draw close to his word, come to the Lord in prayer. We understand that waiting is not wasted time. So we learn how to slow down. Advent also teaches us how to persevere. It, It teaches us how to press through. It teaches us how to endure hard and painful experiences because we know that there's something better that's coming. We know that this year might have reaped some hard times for folks. But when we slow down and we learn that waiting can bring us uh, uh, perseverance that can also bring restoration to our soul and to our hearts. You all, it's it's worth it. It teaches us how to strive and press through. The last thing that Advent teaches us is that there's always good things that come to, to those that wait. The scripture is full of scriptures that talk about waiting on the Lord. I read from a couple of them, but here's some more. Psalm 5 and 3 says, In the morning, Lord, you will hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait expectantly. Psalm 27 and 14 says, Wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart, and wait for the Lord. Psalm 33 and 20, We wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Psalm 40 and 1 says, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. You all, there's so much we can learn from the gift of waiting. And my prayer is today is that you embrace this time of Advent as we wait for the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we bless you and we glorify you. We thank you, God, for this gift of waiting. God, teach us how to slow down. Teach us 
how to press through and then teach us that as we're waiting, there's a good thing that we're waiting for in you. Bless our day today as we go about our way. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless each and every one of you. Have an amazingly God-blessed day. In Jesus' name.